Welcome. I am your host, Christine, and this is the Self-Esteem Truths Podcast, a podcast about discovering the truth about who we are, why we struggle, and how we can overcome. This podcast is designed to help you transform your life as we dive weekly into new questions about self-esteem truths. Hi, I'm Christine, and this is episode 77. Today, we're going to take a look at self-care, specifically how your self-esteem can impact the type of self-care you're giving yourself and whether or not that self-care is effective. And I can't wait till the end to tell you this, so I'm going to tell you right now. I just had my birthday weekend. And so I created a small gift for all of you that will be available for free in the Facebook group, and that gift goes along with this episode. So I had this conversation with a client recently, and this topic came up, and I warned them up front, this is going to be an episode, so here it is. When your self-esteem is low, you tend to hold yourself to the standard of the things that you should do or should not do. I should clean up my house. I shouldn't have eaten all those cookies. I should call my mom. I shouldn't have stayed in bed this late. And the problem with this is when it comes to self-care, when your self-esteem is low and you're not used to giving yourself attention, taking care of yourself, putting yourself first, what you might want is somebody to give you instructions, give you a list of what to do to start taking care of yourself. And those can be really helpful, right? It's important to have the reminder of drink water, get sleep, go for a walk. I've reminded you of these things. It is important to have ideas of what those activities might look like. Where this should mentality that so many people struggle with with low self-esteem get into trouble with self-care is you might start looking at this as another task to be completed another item that you should take care of. Now you might be asking yourself, why does Coach Christine think it's a problem to start taking care of myself? And I don't. I think that's an excellent thing. However, I think it's really important that you take care of yourself the way that you need to be taken care of, which might look very different from how somebody else needs to take care of themselves. So, for example, if you're knocking off the checklist of all the self-care things, you might find yourself getting up early, going for a run or a workout, coming home and having fruit for breakfast, taking 10 minutes to clean up the kitchen before you head off to work for the day, and you feel really accomplished. You feel like your day is off to a really good start and you're excited about all the self-care that you're doing for yourself. You get in the car, maybe you put on some uplifting music or some meditation music or an inspirational podcast, and you're really like, I am killing it today. This is amazing. You've packed yourself a healthy lunch, maybe fish and vegetables, and you're just on a roll. Day one, here you go, starting strong. And day five, maybe you're still doing all these things. And maybe even day 15, you're still doing all these things, but maybe you're starting to feel tired. Maybe you're starting to feel like you're not experiencing as much payoff from all the self-care as you thought you would be. Maybe you're finding that you're tired, and by the time you're getting ready to eat that healthy lunch, you are starving, you are out of energy, and you start to let some things slide because 
man, this self-care is not all it was cracked up to be. So here's the thing. Self-care in and of itself was not the problem. The problem was you're running through a checklist, a very generic checklist that you think that you should do, and it isn't really meeting your specific self-care needs. So while it's helpful to have a list to get ideas from so you can say, oh, yes, okay, that sounds like something that I need, it is also important to not use it as a spreadsheet of how you should be living your days. Self-care needs to be more of a check-in, not a checklist. So what does that mean? That means if you didn't fall asleep until 1.30, you turn off that alarm, you're not getting up at 6.30 to go to the gym. You need sleep. That is self-care. That means if you've been lifting weights for the last five days and your whole body is sore, you take a day off or you go swimming instead or you go for a walk instead. You check in and see what your body needs for self-care in the area of physical movement. That means maybe your body needs protein in the morning. Maybe you need meat and eggs. Maybe you need carbs. Maybe starting with fruit isn't self-care for you. This means maybe taking a bubble bath and journaling isn't actually relaxing and soothing for you. Maybe that's stressful and boring. So that isn't your self-care technique. Self-care is a form of love. And when your self-esteem is low, self-love is hard. And so self-care, true authentic self-care is hard. But it is also so important, even more important, when this is an area that you struggle. And if you're giving yourself self-care incorrectly, it can actually cause more damage to your self-esteem than help it. The failing to keep up with it, of course, hurts your self-esteem. It not working makes you wonder what's wrong with you, all of those things. But the love part of it also hurts. Let me explain like this. If you're in a relationship with somebody who really appreciates acts of service and you bring home flowers every Friday, they're not feeling loved. They'll feel loved when you go help with the dishes or vacuum or help put the kids to bed. Sure, the flowers are nice. It's not giving them love. If you have a partner who really appreciates words of affirmation and you come home every single day and you take over with the kids and you give the kids a bath or you're always the one that handles the trash and you're doing all kinds of acts of service, but you never once turn to them and say, I really appreciate you. I'm so lucky to have such an amazing partner. They're not feeling loved. And you might know, or you at least can probably imagine the amount of tension and stress that will build in a relationship where love isn't being felt or expressed the way one needs it to be. And I'm sure you can also follow this to the conclusion of if they're not feeling loved, there's resentment, there's agitation, little things start to be a problem, now there's fighting. All of that ugliness, all of that ugliness happens when love is not felt. And the thing is, that same thing happens inside of you if love is not felt. You are going to start resenting how you're spending your energy and your time. You are going to start feeling that lack of love. You are going to start nitpicking yourself, the people around you, your circumstances, your home, your office, 
because everything is going to agitate you because you're not feeling loved. So I hope you're beginning to see how important it is that your self-care is not just a checklist, but an actual concerted intentional effort of you checking in with you and seeing what you need and then meeting that need. Just that simple act of loving yourself will help improve your self-esteem. And when you're loving yourself like that, you have more tolerance for the things going on around you. So your circumstances aren't bringing you down and making you feel negative. You're not wasting your time and energy on things that just feel like more tasks instead of things that actually bring you joy, relax you, keep you calm, help you feel healthy. Take a moment to consider, first of all, whether or not you're actually even doing any self-care. And then consider what type of self-care you are doing or if you were to start doing self-care, the type of self-care you think you should be doing. And I want you to consider whether or not that is working for you or would work for you. I want you to think back and think about whether or not the amount of sleep you're getting works for you, whether or not the type of physical movement you're getting actually makes you feel better. Ask yourself, is the food that I'm choosing to eat as my form of self-care healing my body, nurturing my body, easy for my body to digest, or is it causing problems like constipation, irritable bowel, bloating, headaches, grumpiness, tiredness? Look at the way you're spending your time. Is it on a hobby that you love? Is it doing an activity that makes you feel calm and and recharged? Or are you just killing time in front of a TV or on your screen and the whole time you have a voice in your head telling you, you should get up after this episode, you need to get up in the next 15 minutes, you've got stuff you still need to do. What's your experience? And have you ever had the experience of doing all the things, checking off all the things on the list and still not feeling great? Have you had these experiences? What I want you to be experiencing instead is when you take time for self-care, it feels like self-love and you feel better afterwards. If when you start thinking about what you want to do for self-care, the word should enters your mind, becomes a part of your vocabulary, I want you to stop and reassess. Your self-care should meet a want or a need not some elusive should. And every day can look different. And every week can look different. Sometimes for me, self-care means a bath with Epsom salts. Sometimes self-care for me means staying in bed an extra hour. Sometimes self-care for me means I'm eating the homemade New York style cheesecake my daughter made on my birthday. Sometimes self-care means I'm spending three hours in an obstacle course. Sometimes my self-care means that I am having a fruit and spinach smoothie. Sometimes it means I'm laying on the couch with my kids watching a movie and eating candy. What determines my self-care is what I need at that moment to physically feel good and mentally and emotionally feel good. Now, it's hard to know if you're doing it right or doing it healthily if you don't have that checklist. So I understand and appreciate why such a tool would feel so valuable. What I want to do instead is give you some guidelines. So as I mentioned, sometimes it means sleeping in and skipping your workout. However, if you find yourself always sleeping in and skipping your workout, that's no longer self-care. 
Self-care means physical activity, working out, movement. But if you find yourself seven days a week doing some form of physical exertion, I want to suggest that maybe that stopped being self-care and maybe taking a break would be self-care. If you find yourself on the couch every night watching a movie and eating candy, that's probably not self-care. At the same time, if every morning you only allow yourself to eat fruit, that's also not self-care. What is important is for you to find a balance. What it should more look like is at the end of the week, you can say, okay, out of the last seven days, I worked out three to five times. I slept in once or twice. I ate fruits and vegetables and healthy proteins for breakfast four times. I did a relaxing activity three nights this week. I've talked to a good friend or family member in the last 72 hours. That's how you keep track of whether or not you are achieving beneficial self-care. It's not a checklist you're just running through. It's that you've met multiple areas of your needs multiple times throughout the week, allowing those needs to ebb and flow and change and grow as your life circumstances, what you're dealing with, what you're feeling that day has changed. So my challenge for you this week is actually a challenge for the next 40 days. I want you to check in for your self-care instead of using a checklist. So my gift for you is a sheet for you to track your self-care over the next 40 days. I've made some suggestions on there, but nothing that is set in stone, nothing that you have to do or should do. It's simply to get your curiosity flowing so you can come up with what works best for you. Track what happens in your life when you do genuine, healthy, thoughtful self-care where you're really checking in with yourself over 40 days and watch how it changes how you're feeling improves your mood, improves your outlook, and see if it doesn't feel better to do self-care by checking in instead of with a checklist. If you're not already in the Facebook group, you can find the link below in the show notes of how to get to it. Let's get you in there so you can get this free gift and participate in this. If you need a little bit more guidance with your self-care, you can always reach out to me. You can get your free strategy session if you haven't cashed in on that yet. Thanks for being here today. And as always, I will talk to you next week. Bye.